Live from... Oh, wait. This episode really is live. Hmm. Well, then, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Live. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Uh, okay, there we go. Start with a big old burp. Hello, and welcome to a special live episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. I'm here with Miss Pinkerino. Say hi. Hello. Yeah, speak up because the thing's got to pick us up. Hello. Can this thing, is this thing picking us up? I'm not even sure if it's picking us up, but... uh, Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, But yeah. Huh? Otherwise, we're just sitting here with our mouse moving and nothing. Right. Happening. Well, let's let's check and make sure we got audio. Otherwise, this is going to be a real short trip. Uh, but yeah. But anyway, welcome to the show. Like I said, we're here. We're live tonight. Uh, if everything works here. Yeah, yeah, there we go. All right, so once again, welcome to the Smoking Hot Toddcast Live. <laughs> I'm Hot Toddy, that's Miss Pingrino. I'm sure, it, I'm pretty sure it got it, but I just wanted to make sure. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, this week uh, is a special live show. We weren't going to do another live show until uh, early December. We had plans for one. To put my table together. Put the table together, but we've scrapped that idea. The reason why... Uh, if you've not gotten it from the title of the show, <clears throat> Miss Pingrino and I have just survived COVID nineteen. Woo! Yes, yes. Uh, this is the I guess I'm, this is the official announcement to everyone. Uh, Miss Pingrino was diagnosed with COVID nineteen on uh, November first. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got we both got tested, and she tested positive, and I tested negative. But the what happened was, you know, we were still around each other. So even though I tested negative, she tested she tested positive. I eventually got symptoms a few days later. Now, what makes things even more crappy is the fact that she had asymptomatic COVID nineteen. Technically, I had a symptom. You had a runny nose. <laughs> it's still a symptom. You had a runny nose. That is all you had, damn it. That's all you had yeah. was a runny nose. Hi, uh, hello, heaven. Hello. Uh, well, sorry. I know. I think heaven was mentioning my burp at the beginning. <laughs> we, we just ate pizza, so it's, it is what it, it is. It was pretty good. It was from Marcos. It was good. Yeah. Shout out, Marcos. Hey, sponsor us. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, so Ms. Pingrino tested positive for COVID. She was asymptomatic, and I was negative. And then I started showing symptoms on Election Day. Uh, I had a cough on Tuesday, followed by congestion on Wednesday, a headache on Thursday. And between Thursday night into Friday morning, I had a blistering fever. It was awful. And uh, But by Saturday, things started to clear up. Although Saturday, my, my final symptom came through, and that's the dreaded losing your smell and taste so i still have that unfortunately but all the other uh symptoms have dissipated now they've all gone away i'm feeling a lot better i'm still a little nasally i've got just a just a little bit up in here uh but no congestion my lungs are fine i didn't have shortness of breath uh but yeah i did end up having uh covid related symptoms i ended up having uh yeah, the taste and smell, that's the worst, losing that. Because I, I can't even tell you the last time I lost that from yeah. a simple virus. But uh, this uh, this was not fun. This was not a fun process. It's been a long three weeks because uh, I was out for two with her. And now I'm out. I was out for an additional... One. Well, one. It, it overlapped. Because but, they overlapped, yeah. One of our weeks overlapped. Yeah. So, so we've been trapped in the house. and mm. uh, But here we are. We're doing better. Uh, my my two week stint with COVID ends on November seventeenth, which is Tuesday. Uh, but I'm feeling a lot better now, so we're we're getting and through. And mine it. already ended, and I'm back at work. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, isn't that nice? But anyway, uh, but yeah, so you know, it's it's been a time, as you can see. I'm wearing my anti coronavirus hat because we we don't like COVID in this house, even though we both. Got it. Got <laughs> Thank you, Heaven. Yes, I'm feeling a lot better, uh, and uh, it, it's getting better every day. But it was it was rough going there for a few days, uh, but it's it's starting to dissipate and get back to normal. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's where I'm at in life. Is uh, I got the disease that I didn't think I was ever gonna get. I had a feeling I was gonna get it, but I work at a pharmacy, so. But yeah, I, I honestly <laughs> thought though, because I mean, I we we did everything <coughs> that we were supposed to do. We wore the masks. We 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 social distance. We did all of that. Uh, you know, we never did a show with anybody unless we knew that they were clean and they were, well, not clean, that sounds horrible. We knew <laughs> well. That, we, they, knew they were well and negative. That's yes. what, that was what we were going for here. Which just kind of goes to show you, you can take all these precautions and it's still a very potent virus. Like, you, it can still come and happen. You have to be very careful. I, I was talking about this. When we were recording uh, Smells Like 90s Rock last night, which you can hear tomorrow night on uh, WUTK, 90.3 The Rock, midnight, 2 a.m. Um, but I was talking about it. It's like, you know, you can do... There's nothing you can't... You can do to really escape this. If if you're around it, you're going to get it. Uh, you know, we went on vacation. My whole family went on vacation to Florida. You know, really the, the epicenter of the coronavirus of all of this. Yeah. And we all went down there, and we didn't get it. We all came back negative. We all felt fine. And then, you know, we we hung out with a friend that didn't know she had it, and we ended up getting it. And it, it's, it just goes to show that it really doesn't matter. You, you know, safety is, is number one. But you were saying a statistic like 90% of the population most likely has it, and they don't even realize it? Yeah, I was reading through a couple of articles, because when we got it, I was like, oh, you know... Well, what about this and what about this and what about this? And they said probably about 80 to 90 percent of people have either experienced it, come in contact with it, have it, and they just don't know because they're either asymptomatic or they're chalking their symptoms up to weather changes, sinuses, allergies, because most people don't experience the severe symptoms. And to be fair, when all this started with me, I thought it was allergies because yeah, I did too. We've been going, we've been going through you know days of where it's fifty one day and eighty the next day, and and that that kills me every every time, whether it's in the fall or the spring, that that gets me down every single time, at least once. And so I I was convinced that's what I had, uh, but then lo and behold, no, I I had it. I had COVID nineteen, and um, you know. It's not fun. It's not great. Uh, so, you know, PSA here. M- make sure that when... You, you, to, to just stay safe. Wear your mask when you're out. Social distance if possible. Try not to get into big gatherings. And, and you know, don't, don't play around with this. Because, you know, I, I was lucky. I, I survived it. And... You know, (laughs) well, you were asymptomatic. Doesn't matter. Um, By the way, this episode brought to you by NBC. Thanks, NBC. Sponsor (laughs) us if you would. Um, Yeah, that's never gonna happen. (laughs) As well, they shouldn't. Um, But but yeah, like you know, don't mess around with this because you know I was lucky. I I I got through it. It was just a bad virus for me, but I'm still young enough. I'm still healthy enough to get through it, and so it. you know, it, it wasn't as bad for me, but, you know, for other people, this, this is very serious. Uh, the, the numbers are over 230,000. Well, yeah, uh, that's my boss <laughs> who asked, are you still able to smell the 90s rock? Of course. That's, that's a, that's, <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I can. That's a smell that never goes away, folks. <laughs> we just do it from home these days and pre-record it. That's the only difference. But... Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it was it was tough going, and so don't don't mess around with this. Two hundred thirty thousand plus dead now, uh, over a hundred uh, dead in Knox County, and that's scary because you think about your own county statistics, where you live, yeah. uh, and so you know. So if you're getting the sniffles, if you are getting a cough, if you're getting any of those things, go tested, go get tested just to be safe. Don't it, it, the testing is free. Yeah. Even with your insurance, uninsured, it's still free. Like, go get tested if you're having any kind of symptoms, just to be safe. Don't mess around with this stuff because it's it's uh, it's brutal. Uh, even even if you are young enough and and healthy enough to survive it and to kick it, 
you know, don't don't mess around with it. Don't 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 not take the precautions. Take every precaution you can. Stay indoors if you can. But I understand life has to continue right. in some form of fashion. And if that's the case, then then please wear your mask. Social distance. Um, you know, make people social distance from you if that's a po- if that's a possibility. Like it is it is at our at our job. You know, everybody spaced out pretty well in the building. And then when we go do events, we. We, well, no, exactly. You're a drugstore. <laughs> we're a radio station, so we're able to separate, and then when... But we, we do wear masks, and we have shields, and we have wiped down everything all the time. That's so. right. So, you guys stay safe, and we stay safe. Even when we do events, we, we put up barriers so people can't get through, and so we we, we do our we do our part. But um, it's going to take the effort of everybody to do this, Um because yeah, and the, the the curve is not flattening yet. Uh, we do have a new administration coming in to Washington at the beginning of the year, and I hope that that will help adjust things a little bit better. Uh, don't want to get too political here, but I I do want to say that I don't think our current administration uh, helped this situation very much at all, and uh, I'm hoping that this next one that comes in. He's already putting together a task force, so hopefully when he comes in, he'll uh, he'll have a better plan than what we've been doing. But uh, but that's why we're live tonight. I had a, I had a regular episode planned for this week, but it would involve me coming into contact, contact with, with people, people and uh, can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. So I was like, okay, we'll postpone this episode to when the next live episode was supposed to be. And move this to a live episode so that we can just talk. Which kind of sucks in a way because I really wanted my table put together. We can still get the damn table put together. We <laughs> I can, love my table. Okay, we'll get. We'll come in here and we'll put it together. But we'll put it together uh, not on camera. May, you know may, that could be nerve wracking if we did it on camera anyway. And what an episode! That's true. You know, the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, really. The whole episode is just making it, putting together a I table. mean, there probably would have been a lot of cussing, a lot of hurting oneself. Probably a lot of throwing pieces around. <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't... Maybe finding poop that Teebs has hid Well, that Teebs the cat, that's a whole different story. She'd probably be beating everybody up anyway. But, that's a good point. But, you know, we, uh, but we had to move the live episode here uh, so that we could uh, do an episode this week and keep the uh, episodes flowing. Uh, we'll have a, a regular episode of the show next week. It's our uh, annual... It's not a Thanksgiving special, because I don't know how the hell you could do that, mm-hmm. but it's a think it's our annual Thanksgiving episode. So we'll be, we'll, we'll be back to regular episodes next week, and then regular episodes until December 17th, which we will be back live once again for our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda and Daniel will be here for that. So, but yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're not doing. That's why you didn't see a regular upload this week. It's uh, it's a weirdo. It's a weirdo time in our lives right now. But uh, by uh, but as you can see by the title, COVID conquerors. We've done it. We've we've gotten through it. Miss Pingrino had extremely mild symptoms. <laughs> Thank you. And I had the brunt of it, but I got through it. The symptom I most affected me was him. He was the symptom. Being a butthead. And being whiny. We were trapped in this house together for, <laughs> for more time than it needed to be. You know, no offense to you, but uh, I enjoy... I enjoy my time that I spend with you, but I enjoy the time when I'm just here by myself, enjoying the silence, you know. Or when I'm at work, you know, I enjoy my work. So, eh, you know, and the fact that I could, there, I, there was no episode to work on because I had to move it, and the fact that the 90s show last week was live because Sheila and DJ Pork wanted to do the show live because they weren't they were concerned about talking about election results on a pre-recorded episode so they wanted to do the show live that was a shit show i might i might add <laughs> it was still funny and it was very entertaining and i just uploaded it to the smells like 90s rock mix cloud page so if you want to go listen to it wait till we're done here then go listen to it it's a great episode but it was a shit show trying to put all of that together and uh, cuz i was i was live from my from here via Zoom and they plugged in the, my, my their computer through Zoom so I'm trying to talk through Zoom but everything was well, nothing was working and 
they were live in the studio. It was a, it was a cluster. So I didn't have an episode to work on. So the bottom line was I was going stir crazy these last few days, not having anything to do. Uh, but luckily, uh, everything seems to be going back to normal, and uh, and here we are. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely weird. But the bottom line is is that we we were we were very lucky. Yes, uh, we're we're extremely lucky because uh, you know I I don't consider my I'm actually a lot healthier than I lead on to be, and I'm actually a lot healthier than I look. Uh, I, I, I'm very bad out of shape, but that's really where the line gets drawn. I'm just out of shape. I'm not unhealthy. Um, but still, I'm pre-diabetic. I, I've had diabetes runs in my family, so if 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 I had gotten COVID, I was always afraid that it probably would take me out. But um, but everything seemed to work out okay, and. Uh, I'm still I'm still, still alive. Yeah, I was convinced. <laughs> I was convinced I died yesterday. Oh my god! Well, I have to tell you the story. So, so yesterday I'm laying in bed, and I have this fan that blows air on me on my nightstand. Shout out to all the fan sleepers. Fan sleepers, but here's the, I've had that fan for the better part of six years, seven probably. And it stays on all the time. Knock on wood, this fan is the most reliable little fan that I've ever had because it stays on 24-7. The thing still works after seven years. I've never seen a fan as hardworking as it. Well, one day, well, yesterday, I was laying in bed and all of a sudden the fan went off. I was like, oh, well, after all this time, the fan finally pooped out on me. It was a great run and... Uh, you know, it was kind of symbolic that I was there for it, for its last hurrah, and that it, it, it died with me in the room. I was like, okay, so we got to look for a new fan. A few minutes later, the fan very creepily and mysteriously comes right back on. Side note, I think we had a power splurge. That's what she says? <laughs> because that morning when I went to work, the power was flickering. That's what she says, but I, I think... I may have entered a, par- a, par- a parallel universe or a paranormal, whatever it's called, universe. Uh, I don't know, but I- I'm pretty sure that was a sign, an omen of something. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where we are. Uh, there, I-, I don't know. I I think I'm dead. Maybe I'm not. He's not. I mean, I don't know. This this could all be fiction. Everything that I'm looking at, everything that I see, no. all of you that I'm talking no, this to, is pretty real. <laughs> it's all fictional. It's nothing is real anymore. I don't know. I don't know, um, mm-hmm. but I, I I talked to thank you. I talked about <laughs> it a, a little bit a second ago, um, but we did we did elect a new president since the last time I was on the air on the on the Toddcast, and that's exciting. Uh, you know, I, on the regular show, I tend to get really deep into it, and I make fun of our current president because it's it's so easy. Um, I'm not going to do that here, uh, but I I will say. That I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to see where this new era takes us. I think we were not doing so hot with the old one, and I think it's time for a new path, especially with this illness. I honestly believe if if we had just been a little smarter, we wouldn't have gotten this. Uh, I would have the, the COVID nineteen would have spared me and Miss Pingrino, but uh, but unfortunately. Uh, Sometimes life hands you lemons that are extremely bitter when you make that lemonade. So, but so now that Joe Biden is our next president, and Kamala Harris, I don't, I don't care what your political views are. I'm excited about this. That's history. That is history. We just nominated the first female vice president in U.S. history, and uh, I was actually thinking about it today. That you know, we we talk so much about presidential history and the things that presidents have done over the years. I want to go and explore vice presidential history. I want to go through and 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 share with the audience the vi- the, pres- the history of the vice presidency because not they don't get as much love as the president does. And you know we know we we we're we're familiar with many vice presidents over the years because a lot of them went on to become president. And then there's some that were just famous, very famous vice presidents uh, for whatever reason. You know, for like for here in Tennessee, he never became president, but we all remember Al Gore because Al Gore's here from here in Tennessee. Very famous vice president. But you know, there's so many. Can anybody tell me without looking up who Calvin Coolidge's vice president was? Uh-huh. 
How, how about how about Ulysses S. Grant's vice president? How about Rutherford Hayes' vice president? I don't even know these presidents. You don't, she don't even know who I'm talking about. Ulysses S. Grant? You don't know U.S. Oh, Grant? Oh, I know Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the historian in the house. But anyway, a Baby Yoda. Hi, Baby Yoda. <laughs> and brought to you by NBC and Baby Yoda. <laughs> I felt the need. It's good. It, he, need, <laughs> he needs to be there. But... Uh, but yeah, the vice presidency it doesn't get as much love as the presidency. So I, I wanted there might be a special in the future of the podcast where we just talk about vice presidential history. That'll be in in twenty twenty one though. Why why'd you do that? You don't seem excited. I hate history. You don't seem excited. I'm thrilled about I hate this history. Vice presidential history? Are you kidding me? I like to live in the now and the future, not so much the past. Well, I I agree. With you 100%, but it's good to know the past. It's good to remember the past. You know, when the vice presidency started, it, it wasn't, uh, it didn't deal with the running mate. It was just whoever came in second place in the presidential election would be vice president. You're already yawning. I'm talking about history. She's a little bit. She's already yawning. <laughs> I don't. That's great, and I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad that you know it. Because then I don't have to. So whoever came in second place was the vice president. Right. Could you imagine if that happened today? Like if like if, if the way it is right now, Joe Biden wins and then Trump came in second place, he'd be Biden's vice president. No, because it would be constant arguing or all it, the time. Or, or if this silly recount the lawsuit thing goes through and, and uh, Trump gets his way, he becomes president and then Biden would be his vice president. That's the way that would work. That's weird. No. It's weird, man. Or Hillary would have been Trump's vice president. Oh, that wouldn't have happened. (laughs) Let's just say I'm certainly glad that history, that our, uh, that our our government, our government officials back in the early 1800s decided that that was a good idea. That we put in an article that says, hey, if you're going to run for president, why don't you choose your vice president and keep them in your party? That way you don't have, ugh. Just, uh, could you imagine the the infighting of? My hair keeps blowing in my face. That's all right. But anyway, so that that's that's something that I'm excited about. Kamala Harris uh, being I'm excited. Not just the first female vice president, but the first black vice president. An Indian. An Indian and Asian. Uh, she has a many descents and uh, uh, many different races throughout her family, and so. This really is, it goes beyond historic. For me, though, the major historic part is the fact that we have the first female vice president. So that's right. that's going to be cool. I'm down with that. <sighs> I think that's really exciting. But that's later. we still got to get through the rest of this year. 2020. And then all this happened, like, because I was excited about Joe Biden. At the same time, I was dying of COVID-19. I was... Wasn't dying. Okay, I was suffering from COVID-19. <laughs> so talk about a week of mixed emotions. It was not a lot of fun. It was not the best week, but it's, it is what it is. But And, and you know, this week's probably not going to end that great since tomorrow is... Yeah, Friday the 13th, I know, I know. In I, 2020, who, guys. Who did that? Friday the 13th Screw the Mayans in 2020. And their calendar, because who... who WTF. Who uh, put... Who... Who was the brainiac? Who Thank put God, a, there's no full moon. Who put a Friday the thirteenth in twenty twenty? Have we had a Friday the thirteenth this year thus far? Maybe like way, way at the beginning, but I don't honestly know. I don't think we did, and if we did, it was yeah, it was like before March because obviously we didn't we didn't care enough. Right. <laughs> well, it could have been slightly after when we were still new to all this and didn't really care. We didn't start giving up on the world to what June? About June. <laughs> About June, June we were just June, like, <laughs> June is life when, is done. <laughs> June is when we realized that this was not going to be something that will blow over next month, or maybe next month. Okay, maybe the next <laughs> month. Yes. Between March and June, we had that hope of okay, it'll get better next month. Oh, yeah, or, or maybe next month. Okay, maybe or definitely next month. And then it never got better. But never. <laughs> but it never got better, and here we are. And, you know, so. we're thinking miraculously, well, I'm not thinking because I know it's not, but people thinking it's going to miraculously get better in 2021, this is a process, man. It's not, it, it, no. It's not going to just, January 1st, whoop, we're back to normal. No. 
This is going to be a process it's, to get. That it's going to be a process, but the, but that's but the hope is there that we that 2021 will be better than 2020. Yes. The, the vaccine will come out at some point in 2021, and we can get back to our lives, and life as we know it can go back to normal. Mm-hmm. That's the hope for 2020. We're hoping for up, not down. That's right. That's all we can hope for. Uh, <laughs> so we need them, and so ironically, we need those good good drugs to come in. Yeah. Ups and downs, get it? Get yeah, it the good goods. Yeah, good goods, ups and downs. Stop. <laughs> I don't have my sound effects board, so I can't. <laughs> I can't womp womp myself with, with the bad jokes. <laughs> oh, Heaven says she has school tomorrow, and it's quite frightening. You know, girl, I gotta work, so I'm right there with you. I already have crazies on the normal days. Like I'm not ready for tomorrow. I, I don't understand. I don't know how schools are doing it. To be honest, you know, like my mom's a teacher. And uh, her school, like a huge chunk of it, is is out now three due to COVID. Grades. Yeah, three grades is out now due to COVID nineteen. Three grades. Not all of them have it, but of course, if one of them has it, they have to quarantine. They have everybody. to quarantine the whole grade, the whole hallway there. My mom was what's called a consulting teacher, so she essentially teaches the teacher. She keeps up with everything in the curriculum, and then she relays that info to the teachers, and then helps and guides them through everything. Uh, so she's she goes from grade to grade in elementary. To uh, to evaluate, you know, teachers and and she's like her job is extremely easy right now because yeah, there's three grades that are gone right now because of COVID and there's then and that scares me. It's getting back to this you know life or death type thing that scares the hell out of me because she could still get it yeah. from that school. Uh, who knows? And you know she's 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 not. I, I don't want to say she's elderly. She's not elderly. She's just older. That's the that's the appropriate word. My mother is older, mm-hmm. and so there. If she was to get COVID nineteen, it would be a little scarier for her to get it. Uh, and and she's a cancer survivor. Yeah, that was I was gonna say. That's more of what I'm frightened. Yeah. Of so than her being older. Because let's be real, someday she's younger than we are. She is. <laughs> But that's the thing. She's like, oh, you know, I'm not decrepit. If I get it, I can get. But you've been through a lot already, mother, and so that's why we're. we're just con- don't want anyone to have to go through any more. We're just concerned, death. is all it is. But yeah, that that's the thing. It's like you know, school is scary right now, and you know, UT, the colleges, they're not doing great right now either. It's all just, it's all just culminating into this big world of ick, and uh, that's why we've got to get this thing under control. Um, you know, again, I honestly didn't think I was going to get it. I didn't think you were, well, I thought maybe you would get it, but I honestly didn't think, <laughs> I, I mean, not, not to be mean, but I don't, I don't, I didn't think I would get it, but you know, life as you, as it can be sometime. Uh, heaven says there's been several cases at my school too, but they just quarantine anyone who is in contact with whoever has it. I get that. I, that makes more sense. I guess in a bigger city situation, you got to keep things going. Uh, but my, you know, in my my mom's school is in a is in a rural rural com- community. <laughs> rural. Uh, my hometown is a rural community, and so um, yeah. When it, and and they're extremely close quarters. The, the building's kind of small, so once once one person gets it, that the grades got to go. So, but uh, I I can see that it's. Uh, gosh, that does that's still scary though. One person gets it, everybody else just hangs around. That's. I see why they do that, but it's that's still scary because you could the people could still have it, you know. I'll say my work doesn't do that. <laughs> no, well, if you don't show symptoms, well, you're good. <laughs> well, our our work, uh, the station does. I mean, you you go home, and you stay if you have it. Um, so I, I guess it does make a little bit more sense because yeah, we wouldn't. Obviously, the whole radio station didn't shut down because I had it. Uh, there was another DJ who had it earlier in the year, and uh, we didn't shut down for him. So, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. But again, I guess if it's closer quarters, like school, like a like a smaller school, like my mom teaches at, it makes more sense. Welcome to the. I told you, welcome to the show, says Rochelle. I, I'm confused by that statement. What? 
I don't know. Oh, to the S show. <laughs> I get it now. I was just say, uh, I think you missed it later. Uh, I told you, welcome to the S show. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Who was that? It's Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle Heath. She's another. She's another CP warrior out there who's a friend of mine. And uh, hey, Rochelle. Hello, Rochelle. <laughs> and and you're yeah, right. It is. And and you know she lives in in Georgia, and oh, uh, in Atlanta, and you know that's a that's a. Bit, which is ironic because <laughs> what's well, a big city, they've got massive cases, but it's also the home of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gents. <clears throat> but yeah, we we got to flatten the curve and let take us as an example. You know, I mean, we survived. We did well. You know, well, we were lucky. We well, I did I didn't do well. I had the thing and it sucked. But, fun, I, but I got through it. I'm here now. I'm feeling great. Um, you know, but definitely. Yes, exactly. But de- but definitely take the precautions. If you if you don't need to go anywhere, don't go n- anywhere. Yeah. One of my coworkers who came down with it, he is not doing that well. But he is, you know, diabetic and he does have a few other medical issues. Um, so we've been kind of worried about him. But his son has it, and his son's completely fine. His son is bouncing off the walls with energy. So it doesn't really affect kids, though, is the thing. But, um, but what yeah, I did not want to curse on here. It's different when you talk. Very true. <laughs> but when we talk privately, it's a different <laughs> story. <laughs> I understand. I shit. I could. We cut. We cuss on this show. Yeah. We cuss on this show. It's fine. Shit's not really a cuss word. At least it's not for me. That was my first word as a kid. So. But she comes from a different planet. It's called Louisiana. I don't come from a different planet. It's called Louisiana. If you've never been to the planet, Louisiana, take a trip there. You'll see. Don't go right now. They're pretty bad with COVID. Yeah, and hurricanes <laughs> and stuff. Just stay away from them. Meh, the hurricanes are it's just some wind and some water. It's fine. Another planet. Anyway. Not another planet. Point is... <laughs> But stay safe out there. Wear your mask and social distance. And uh, uh, that's we'll leave it at that when it comes to the COVID thing. Yeah. Um, but but you know, if you do have it, don't panic. Don't panic. Just stay home and and stay safe. Just be calm about it. Let it run its course. Don't go to the hospital unless you absolutely have to. There there, most hospitals are like at ninety percent right now with yeah. their with their beds and everything. So if you if you can manage it, manage it. But if, if you absolutely need to go to the hospital, obviously don't hesitate. Also, if you call the Department of Health, the Tennessee Department of Health, they are they do have like resource help. If you need groceries, if you need you know uh, like cleaning products, like you know like deodorant or bath wash or stuff. They because they told me that when they called me, they do call and check on you when you. Oh yeah, I, I, so, I was, um, I was getting ready to say, actually, you could just call me or text me because apparently they they want to talk to me every single day. Every day. Um, (laughs) But they do have resource programs where you can reach out to them and get some help if you do need some help. So, and, you know, most, I think most companies have a lot of things going for people who need help. So just reach out, reach out if you you need help, reach out. I talked to them once, told them my symptoms. We went through the whole thing. And they've called me five more times. They finally stopped calling me because I was out of my 10 days. So today was probably the last day. Good. (laughs) Anybody who works at the Tennessee Department of Health watching this show, leave me alone, okay? I I told you. We're sorry. We know it's your job, but, like, we're done. We're done. (laughs) I told you the first time you called me what my symptoms were, who I was. But appreciate y'all doing My mother's job. maiden name, all of that crap. I, I, went, I went through the whole list, <laughs> what the what the name of our apartment number is, what the mailbox number is. We I've done it already. It's done. Uh, as he disappears. Okay. Bye. Well, as I said, that that's all the COVID talk. That, yes, yes, Dr. Fauci... Is Doctor Fauci is, is a hero, and I, it doesn't get said enough. Uh, he, well, he's the guy who's in charge of he's the doctor in charge of the coronavirus and thing in the in Washington, and he's you know. I was wondering what that name sounded. He's familiar. he's he's aiding the president, although the president doesn't like him. Um, but where but Rochelle makes a good point. Wearing your masks protects you and others. 
because by wearing the mask, you're keeping your germs in away from other people. So if somebody else is wearing their mask, they're keeping their germs from you, and that's how you flatten the damn curve, people. That's how you make this better. That's all you have to do. It's not that hard. And Dr. Fauci is a delight. Um, so those who are like, why am I wearing this mask? You're wearing the mask because you care for others. That's right. That's why you're wearing it. That's right. and Because uh, you give a shit about other people. Because you care about other people. It's as simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that's that's enough of the COVID talk. Yes, we have it. We've had it. But we, we've survived it. Uh, we fine. We fine. And you now know what to do. But before we uh, wrap up the show, I, <coughs> I told Miss Pingrino this right before we started, that this was something I really wanted to do because uh, she's someone who's heavy into... Well, we both are. We both love. Amen, um, Toddy. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Damn Skippy. But, um... Oh, oh, that's weird. No, no. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook, and I forgot we're live on Facebook. Uh, but, okay. So, there's an unsolved mystery here in Nashville. Not here. In, I'm in Knoxville. We're in Knoxville. But in here in Tennessee, Tennessee in Nashville... And I'm a sucker for Unsolved Mysteries, so is uh, Miss Pingrino. So we, I wanted to talk to you about this. So there's a Nashville woman. Her remains were found in her bed years after her death. Okay? Okay? Okay. okay. So, how did no one smell that? Well, this is how the story goes. Okay. Uh, her name was uh, LaRonda Jolly. She was found dead on her bed in, River, in a River Chase apartment in East Nashville. And while the sheriff's office was there to serve an eviction notice for past rent payments, her brother Anthony Jolly says that my niece said, yes, mama's, my mama's body is upstairs in the bed. They went up, removed some of the clothing, and, and covered a foot. And that's when they told everybody to back out. Jolly said he'd been trying to get in touch with his sister for months and even had a welfare check completed, which turned up empty. I started going down there, and my nieces and nephews would say, well, she's asleep. You can't see her right now. I would say, well, all I want to do is see my sister. If I can just see her, just see her face, I'll be fine, and I'll leave you alone. He explained that he and his sister had had a complicated relationship due to a childhood trauma and that he had to love her from a distance. Uh, but But he still wanted to stay in touch with her. He said the last time he spoke with her was over two years ago, but every time I would call, it was a bogus phone call. It wasn't my sister. He believes it may have been one of his nieces impersonating their mother. Hmm. Now here's the thing. LaRonda's four children lived with her in the apartment, all of whom have developmental disabilities. Metro Police said the oldest one is 30, and the other three are in their late 20s. And the two middle children are twins. They lied every time. They would not tell me the truth, said Jolly. After authorities found LaRonda's body, Jolly said he wouldn't go in and look at the look at her, but believes all believes all that's left is a skeleton. For them to say in the apartment with your mom's decaying body, I can't understand it, and I guess I never will understand it. Uh, he's now searching for answers about why they never called the police when she died, but he said all his niece will say is. They were obeying their mother's wishes to let me lay here. Don't call anybody, just let me lay here. And that's what they told me, but everything else they told me is a lie. So you know, I'm not sure if I believe that either. So that's what this story basically... Oh yeah, see, uh, Rochelle says foul play. Checks are being cashed. That, that's an interesting thing. Uh, and so that's, that's the mystery at this point. How did she die? Did she die of natural causes, and did they actually, and did she say, just let me lay here, thinking she was going to be okay? I mean, it's possible. The kids might not have understood if they do have de- developmental delays. That's, that's the thing. then again, it doesn't specify what kind of delays they have, because, I mean, some people have delays, and they're perfectly fine, and they wouldn't do stuff like that. They would still know right from wrong, and know they should be calling somebody. It's fishy. That's, so, what, I'll, that's what I'll so say. It's definitely concerning. And... They lived in an apartment. How does yeah. someone not smell that? I mean, a decaying body, like, eventually the smell is going to seep somewhere. So, who, exactly. what, when, where, why, how? Because, like, somebody should have noticed something. And that's that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if you've got 
developmental issues. I get if she was because di- if she was dying of natural causes and she didn't know she was dying. In their brain, they were doing the right thing. But yeah, but it all the, seems very off. But then, but 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 the the niece impersonating her on the phone. What about I that? Believe that, huh? I mean, I sound a lot like my mom on the phone, but but, but, I mean. but no, she's impersonating, so it makes it to so to make him think that she was on the phone. <laughs> she watches too much of Dateline. I, I mean, you and me both, and <laughs> you we, and me both. We watch we watch unsolved stuff, unsolved yeah. mysteries, and we watch well, I watch like the the evil that lives inside and all this other stuff. Definitely fishy, and they've had to understand enough to pay the bills for that long. That's a good point. Well, and that's, I think... Unless the bills were automatically set up. That's, that. I think there was more to that towards the end of the story. Because, uh, I mean, everything's electronic now, so... Jolly also said he told, he's told by his niece that she died in 2017. However, Metro Police were told by the children that she may have died in 2018. And uh, it had been told that has been dead for at least a year. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Adult Protective Services have stepped in to help the four children, including National Inner City Ministries, getting them in a hotel for a time being. Um, okay, it doesn't say that, but it doesn't talk about that, but I remember somewhere, some at some point, someone was talking about how did the bills get paid, and I think that was the, that was the, uh, the theory was that they, it was on auto pay, and now the money's running out. Um, so then what? Yeah, are we, but that, but that's just that's that's, it's just too fishy for me. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. I I, I think there the, there's one theory that says they were developmentally challenged, and so they didn't know enough to call the police because they were just obeying their mother. But then there's also foul play because you think about the the impersonating calls. I mean, you on would the think phone. though, out of four. One had enough. One would have enough sense to... To know something. Right. And, is there, and you know, was there no other family members that was concerned? I mean... Yeah. I just don't know. Of course, you know, they, they came from a tra- traumatized family life, so maybe they, she didn't know her. She wasn't in contact with her parents. Maybe her parents were dead already. Who knows? Um, what, what are some other theories? Would you have a theory? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, it's just bizarre, and and I and I, I don't know how to go about it. I mean, there's really only two. Either she died from natural causes, was trying to keep the kids paid, but I mean, likely her brother would have taken them in unless she knew her brother wouldn't take them in, and she didn't want them to be up by themselves. Well, he said he, don't call. He said he would have, <clears throat> but now he doesn't want to see them. Yeah, he doesn't. Of course, he doesn't, doesn't want to see them now because he them. thinks they killed her. Uh, well, either way, I mean, it's just it's. It's it's just weird, and so he doesn't want to get involved. Uh, if if that's the case, I don't know. I, I don't know what he what he wanted to do or what his thoughts were. But I mean, that's that's it's it's New just message. huh? Just it's an unsettling thing. Uh, Rochelle says she writes. I write my parents' bills by hand because they are older and don't want to do it online. I'm only legally appointed. Appointed. Uh, sorry, everybody checks signer by law right so that 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 makes me wonder in a case like that but see Rochelle is is the daughter and she takes care of the parents Mm -hmm. the parent was taking care of the the adult children Mm -hmm. I don't know well if if the niece was bold enough to impersonate the mother on the phone, then she may have been bold enough to write checks, forge signatures. I don't know. It's a, it's the, the, I think I would have to know the mental capabilities of the children before I can make any assumptions. Right. Because it, for me, that plays a large part because there are some people who are considered disabled, but right. they're really not. They're perfectly capable. I mean, they are delayed, but they're very normally very smart and very capable from what I from what I'm getting from this story they were not capable really at all but they but were she still answered the phone and imitated her mother so and obviously they were still she's still rel- that one is at least relatively they were still capable. eating 
So someone knew how to cook, or at least microwave stuff, or at least go down the street to McDonald's if McDonald's, you know. Right. No. Right. Yeah. So at least one of them was smart enough to keep things going. That's see. This is why it's an unsolved mystery, and I was fascinated by the story. Because I mean, there are also like a lot of programs to help people, so they can once they do become adults to live on their own with disabilities so they could have been in all all those programs to know like I mean one was our age and the other ones weren't far behind it's a weird situation it really could happen but I automatically found foul play and red flag yeah Yeah. that's uh, that's I mean I I'm getting that too what with again that again at the that the adult children, this woman probably died two, maybe three years ago, and these kids are still alive and well and healthy and fed. And then there's the impersonating, and then there's the money situation. If it was, if the money wasn't on auto pay, but even if it was on auto pay, the money's got to run out eventually. Mm, not if they still think she's alive and they're still receiving welfare checks. Boom. But then again, there's four of them. I don't know if those welfare checks could cover it all. I'm sure she was working a little too. Probably Maybe not. I don't know. See, I don't. It doesn't go that deep in her history, oh. so I don't oh know gosh. exactly. They, they were, were still able to take care of their daily needs by themselves. Exactly. So, or at least one of them was, if not all of them. Right. Somebody was doing something. Somebody was doing something. And if they were able to do that, they could easily place a phone call to somebody. I don't know. So it's kind of more of the question of, they did do it, they did not call, but it was it a malicious thing, or was it them following orders? But then that goes back to the de- developmental thing. If they were following orders just because their mom didn't want them to do anything, because she was just laying down. I don't know, man. I would need more evidence, more about each person, what she was doing in her life, what the kids were doing in their lives. I'm I'm leaning more towards foul play. I don't like to be that guy, but I'm leaning more towards that. I mean, he's that person. <laughs> what? I said we're always that person. You're always gonna think of the evil stuff first because well, no, because I mean, I mean at first, it normally is evil. Thing. At first, I got it. Like developmental issues makes total sense that they would not disturb her because they thought she was resting. But but yes, there it's that was years ago. Yeah, eventually they would have assumed she needed to wake up. Or like you said, the smell would have come through, but they found her under clothes. Clothes are not going to stop that decaying smell. No, I mean, but they but clearly they covered her up. But maybe they thought she was cold. I don't know. Was it clothes or was it just like sheets? Oh, it didn't go into that. Yeah, maybe it was just like a lot of sheets. I don't know. Need more evidence. I'm we sorry. need we need we need more evidence. We need because even if it's foul play, there's yeah. not enough evidence to convict in a court of law. No, so. no, this I don't think. There's too many questions. I don't think this is going to trial by any stretch of the imagination. Or if it is, they probably have to plead insanity or, or plead. They wouldn't have to plead if they were mentally disabled. No, they they'd classified. have to. They, they plead. Yeah. Uh, did you know if? Do you, do you know if my mom says leave her alone? Like I, do you know if my mom says leave her alone? Like, like I, I listen, listen. Yeah. she's like bullshit. Yeah, I ain't mm-hmm. listening. Right. <laughs> True. How have you watched SVO? Of course. Yes, I have the first fifteen seasons on DVD. Special Victims Unit, very good, <laughs> very good. What show. are they? Season forty-seven, forty-eight now. <laughs> Close. Uh, about twenty or twenty-one at this point. Yeah. I think. I mean, I know I have at least fifteen back there. Mm-hmm. So I know they've passed it. Uh, is, is the Todd cast in season 21? <laughs> no, we're season 7, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like 21 seasons. Other days it doesn't. Look, guys, I watch the ID channel like it's going out of style. So Yeah. I, I, there is, yes, fishy all over this. There is a new one tonight. That's right. A new what? New SVU tonight. They finally came know. back. Everything's been put on hold. Yeah, I was going to say 22. 22. Thank you. Wow. Even, <laughs> I didn't even think 22, but I guess that oh, makes shoot, sense. Yeah. <clears throat> dang, dang, dang. Ice Cube and Marishka Hargitay. Oh, don't ever do that again. 
<laughs> don't ever, don't ever do that again. Uh, and they're the only two like original people there, and you know, it's, I think so. it's all new people. It's all new. All new. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little yarn of yeah. that unsolved mystery. I did. Yeah, was that fun? It was, but I, I want it solved. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I like unsolved, but I don't like unsolved because I hate not knowing things. That bothers me. Yeah, you're I right. I am not a not knower. Yeah, I'm a knower for sure. Same. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, this, like I said, was just a special episode to let you know. Yes, most favorite. This is one of our favorites, too. But um, it was this was just kind of an episode to let you know what was going on and uh, kind of make the formal announcement. Because I hadn't really spoken to everybody who follows me on social media that I I have COVID, but, uh, but I wanted to let people know eventually. What does Heaven say? She can't watch tonight, getting ready for Miss Shooting Star on Saturday. Taking time to watch Todd first. Well, thank you, of course. Oh, Rochelle, watch Snap, girl. Yeah, you're we're, girl. we're with you. We're, we're if you watch Snap, Killer Couples, our, one of our friends is in it. My, she's my, she's on this show. Yes, Miranda. Miranda from this show is, is an extra in a lot of those episodes. Keep your eye out for Miranda. Um... But yeah, this was just a special live episode to let you know of the situation. We're doing fine. I'm almost over it. She's been over it for years. Um, it's it's almost over, <laughs> and uh, I'll be back back at it, back in the, in the real world next week. And uh, we'll have a an all new regular episode of the podcast next week. Like I said, it's our Thanksgiving episode, and I'll be able to get around people again so we can record some stuff. Yeah, um, but. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us on this evening, and uh, I guess that's about it. Bye. We'll see you next time. Love you all, too. Love you, too, Rochelle, and we'll see you all (laughs) next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.